a moment and uh, we bring back what we call testimony time. It used to be very traditional in some of our churches as we were coming up as kids. They didn't have a service without testimony time. Some of y'all remember that. They said, anybody got a testimony? So folks would come up and give a testimony. So, so what we want you to do is just really just testify to what God has been speaking to you this week. And particularly, anything that God has given you that you think would be beneficiary to the body. Because how many know that we're in this thing together? And we're believing God together. And what God is going to do, he's going to do in us as a people. And so if you have a testimony of something God did or something God spoke to you, uh, whatever the case might be, I want you to just come on up and I want to give you a chance to share. We have the microphone up here. So we'll have, we'll have time for a few testimonies. Uh, and then, so Diva, we'll start with you. Uh, 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 this whole week, and kind of pastor very properly both started and finished with this uh, message about faith. And kind of on Monday when pastor was talking, kind of kind of stirred, stirred me up. It was not, not, nothing new, but it was kind of reminded me and stirred, stirred my faith and to decree and declare to stand on faith on the God's promises. Uh, you know, not not don't give up. So I just kind of started declaring as for me and my house, as for me and. Not as me, but and my house, we will serve the Lord all together. My husband, my daughter, we, we will serve the Lord. This is God's, you know, by the, by the God's, the authority given by God. You know, I have the right, just, I was just reminded, to claim it, to decree and declare, claim it. That's God's promises. And, and I know it's going to be established. And um, when I was meditating, I got that reminded about the Job 22, verse 28. It says, you will also declare a thing, and it will be established for you. When we, we speak in authority, when we speak on God's promises, we know it's God's will. What we know is in God's word. What we know God has already spoken. When we stand on with the way and speak in our life, it will be established. It will come to pass. You know, so, so that's what I was doing this whole week, just declaring uh, God's promises, what I know is true about my family, about our nation, you know, about our church, our kids. You know, the God's kingdom come. Your will be, be done as it's already done. As it's, it is already done in heaven. If God has spoken, it's already done. We're just calling it back. As Pastor already talked about it. And I don't want to repeat myself, but we're just calling it down to be established here on earth until we see it. And it will come to pass. Amen. Good evening, church. Um, hey. All right. Well, um... For me, this week has reconfirmed some things, not only just with the group prayer, but the personal time that I had to myself, the quietness of the room, um, the harmony of the music behind, you know, set the mood, uh, which got me, you know, prepared. I'm going to reflect a little bit. I'm going to go back, man. I'm going to go back a year. I can go back a lot further, but I'm only going to do a year. I'm going to show how great God has moved and transformed my life. Um, this time last year, Pastor and a couple people here know I died. Uh, I OD'd. Um, woke up in ambulance, you know, they revised me, got me back on track. And, um, you know, I went through a couple weeks, you know, in the hospital, um, physically and mentally, for both sides. Um, really didn't get my act together. And um, maybe about six, seven months ago, I was in a bad car accident. 
And um, no seatbelt on, head on collision. You know, totaled my vehicle. Actually, I was in two accidents. Head on collisions, totaled both vehicles. Both had to do with drugs, not scratch on me. And um, and made it through. You know, and, and, and so that was six months ago. And so, you know, I, you know, I, I woke up one morning and like, you know, enough is enough. Um, and it wasn't because, you know, I was tired of lifestyle. I, I knew I was running out of God's grace. Like, I really felt that the chances that he was giving me, he kept showing me that he was real. He kept showing me that he was merciful. He kept showing me that I was blessed. He kept showing me that his grace is like everlasting. And, you know, I just, just kept on. You know, I got away with things so many times, and I, so I just kept repeating the same action because there was no consequence, um, physically or spiritually or, uh, or even with, uh, legally. There was, was no consequence, so I just kept repeating the actions. So I just woke up one morning, and I just started reflecting. I'm like, man, you know, I've been through carjacking, robberies, assaults, um, just actions that have been done to myself, uh, you know, OD, you know, uh, and I just kept on making it. And um, so bringing to the present, I just had to give you a quick background just to let you know how grateful I am. You know, um, Pastor was talking about position a couple days ago. No, a couple weeks ago, a couple services ago. And I just got to thinking, I'm like, position, you know, he's right. You know, God keeps blessing me, but I haven't been able to see the full blessings of the Lord because I wasn't in the right position. And um, I wasn't playing my part. Um, you know, we don't have a but God, you know. I had but prayers. You know, I pray, but I always say, God, but, you know, but God, but, you know, but we don't have a but God. So I started taking me out of the equation, and I just stopped asking for things, you know. People say, you know, ask Daddy, he's going to give it to you. Yeah, he will give it to you. But I always had a but to go with it. And um, so Pastor was talking about position. Just play your position. Um, within the last six months, oh, my God, uh, you know, me and my wife, you know, we have came into a, a bonding, like, better than, we've been married 19 years in December. And, um, hold on, is it 19? Yeah, 19 years in December. Always confused. And, uh, and, uh, and yo, I, like, I gave past the business. I gave this woman a business. <laughs> you know, she's still here. My kids still love me. They have forgiven me. Um, me and my children talk, uh, especially me and the older ones, and, um, you know, it's no secret of what I've been through and what I've done. Um, it wasn't hidden, unfortunately. But they have found a way to forgive me. They still love me. Um, they tell me they respect me. Um, I have earned the love and respect of my wife. And that's not because I'm a great guy. It's just God just, just blessed me. And uh, I, I, I feel that um, I really, truly feel that I am here for a higher purpose. And it's not just to raise my family and to be a good husband. But I'm here to show, I'm, I'm thinking, I believe in this, not what I'm thinking, I believe that I had to go through those situations to get to where I'm going. Um, so it was a blessing, actually it was a blessing. Um, that, you know, I could talk to certain people, I could relate, you know, I could tell you about this side of the road and I could tell you about that side of the road. You know, um, I know how to conduct myself in this environment and I know how to conduct myself in that environment. You know, I know, you know, who's who. I know how to maneuver. And, um, and, and I believe that was give, giving me a training as, so as I grow 
spiritually and get more wisdom and more maturity in his, in his understanding of Christianity, that I will be able to be a great help to somebody. I want to provide a service. I want to provide a service to uh, other people. Um, I don't know what capacity yet. I don't know how far, you know, it will go. But, you know, if I could just reach one or two, and that person reached one or two, and that person reached one or two, you know, outside of my children, my children are most important. You know, what we're doing with them will pass on to their children and their children and their children. But I want to reach those who don't know or who know but maybe been lost or, you know, got lost in the shuffle like I did. And um, But I truly believe, you know, uh, once I put myself in a position that, you know, uh, things are coming so much clearer, I'm more understanding. Um, before I give a quick shout-out God and then I go about my business, you know, now we have conversations. You know, it used to be a one-sided conversation. Now it's a two-sided conversation. And one, the one side was me asking for something. And then me complaining that I didn't get what I wanted, you know. And then I, I still prayed, but I was like, man, yeah, I told you I needed this, and I told you I wanted that. And, you know, but now I'm having a conversation. I'm having conversations in the forms of uh, um, thoughts, uh, foreseeing things. Um, uh, me and Shannon will have a conversation on Wednesday, and Pastor will bring it up on Sunday, you know. It's, it's many ways God will talk to you. You know, it's, sometimes it's not, you know, sometimes you don't hear a voice. Sometimes you, somebody will reiterate something you said or an action will take place that you thought of that you asked God for. Um, something mysterious will happen, positive things. And um, just, just reconfirming that God hurt you or hurt me. And um, I'm, just, I'm just blessed. And I know I'm rumbling on, but I just wanted to share that, you know, everybody is going to say everybody's good to go, but... You know, I wish that somebody was in here that really didn't know God, and I, I could actually hear, hear my voice. Like, if he could do it with me, he could do it with anybody. Amen. Thank you for letting me share. That's an that's a awesome, awesome testimony because... I can really, I can really testify to the fact that, you know, because you know it's, it's so challenging, so difficult. And I remember Shannon, all the, you know, all the prayers and just believing God and not knowing where your husband was and just, you know, just hanging in there and just believing God by faith. And this is the power of what prayer would do, you know. And and so we just, we just keep persevering. You, you just keep on. And all that time, she was just faithfully praying for her husband. Stayed and. It's amazing. We give God, we give God the glory. Come on, give God another praise, God, for that. That's all God. Come on. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Shannon is a wonderful wife. I know, I know her. She's very strong. But I'm not here to, to testify on that, but that's a part of it. Amen. Congratulations, Shannon. You are excellent. I have uh, three testimonies. <laughs> they, they are very short. There is one of it, or of them, which is which gave joy in heaven. Yesterday it happened. I had a problem with my computer. I was not able to edit any document. And I called the company where I bought the, com the computer, and the technician came out. And he started to 
work with me, he stays long time because it was a long, a long thing to do. And uh, as me, I always catch any circumstance to see how I can talk to Jesus, talk about Jesus to someone. And then in our conversation, because he knew he spent too long with me. And then uh, I got away to ask him, do you know Jesus? <laughs> he said, yes, mom, I know. I am a Catholic, a Catholic, uh, a Roman Catholic. I say, oh, I didn't ask what is your church. I did ask, do you know Jesus? Because our church will not take us to heaven. And he said, oh, yeah, ma'am, yes. Uh, I don't understand what you mean by that. I said, oh, okay, are you ready? I can explain to you. <laughs> On the phone, eh? The guy not, was not there. He was in, in India, please. And then he said, yes, yes, ma'am, I'm ready. And I started to explain to him, to know Jesus is this and that. You start like this. You believe and did, 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 did. I explained to him. And then you take a decision to turn around of your old way of life. He said, oh, oh, okay. Oh, he said, Oh, I have my friend, he has a, a devotion book. Uh, it said, watch, watch tower. I said, oh, watch tower, oh. I said, do you know what? I cannot advise you to go over there, you know. <laughs> <laughs> he said, oh, yes, ma'am. The way you explain to me, it is not the way they talk. I said, uh-huh. So... He kept working. And then I said, you know what? If you are ready right now, I can help you to get saved. Do you know what that means to be saved? When you do what I explained to you, that's to be saved. You became a child of God. Are you ready? He said, yes, ma'am, I'm ready. <laughs> I said, okay. I'm going to ask you to repeat something after me. You're going to do that? He said, yes, ma'am. And I leaded him in a repentance prayer, and he accepted Jesus, and I prayed for him. I, I called the Holy Spirit to take over. And I said, go, give the news. He has a fiance who is in Canada. He's gonna get married in December. I said, call her, tell her that good news. Everything is new now, and everything passed away. He said, oh, yes, ma'am. He, he was happy on the phone. You can feel it. And he said, I'm going to tell my mom, my sisters, and everybody. I said, don't forget to do that. And I asked the Holy Spirit to use him so everybody can follow Jesus. So that one gives joy in heaven, right? Ah, I said, now you are my brother. You are in, the, in, in God's family now. Oh, I'm, I'm happy. He said, yes, ma'am. Today he calls me. He should check how my computer was working. I said, oh, how was yesterday? He said, oh, they were happy. I told them they were very excited. I said, keep going. I said, I sent an email to you. Did you get it? 
So where I was talking to him, try to find a, a living church where they can preach you the word of God without compromising. Did you get it? Oh, no, I didn't get that, that email. That, that email address is for the work. I said, he said, I'm going to send my, my own email address so I can get the message. I said, yeah, that's what you have to do. So we got a brother. Amen. To God, all the glory. Amen. Amen. My second testimony, it doesn't have anything to do with our, our week of prayer, but it is God who did it. If you, 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 adv- you can authorize me to, to go ahead. So it is about my business. Um, I started a business home care agency since last year. And I was wondering how I can get an office, a, 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 small, a small room, so it can be my office. I was looking everywhere. I don't have money to rent a house or anything. The office, they are very expensive. You don't have something like 2,500. You cannot get nothing. So I said, God, help me, help me. And I was going around in the church. I said, maybe if I find a church, it's going to be cheap. And if I see a church on the road, I'm going to stop by, see if I can get someone to talk to. Nobody. And just last month, I just I was just driving on Route 1. I said, let me go by this church. See if they can accept me to rent something here. And uh, I meet with the pastor. He said, yeah. No, he was not there. I called the phone, his phone. And he said, yeah, uh, let me, t- this day, I'm going to show you what we have. And I got his own office. They want to rent that, rent the office. And I got that. Amen. He was asking for 600. He gave it to me, 500 a month. Amen. I said, glory to God. Amen. He said, oh, I said, we have our church at the school. He said, go tell you, your pastor if he can rent our church for the morning. I said, we are very good where we are. I don't know if he's going to accept. <laughs> so I got an office for my business. Yes. Yes, and the third testimony is something, it it blows me up. So um, I can say two weeks ago, somebody called me, called my business number. And uh, she was requesting to get service at home. And then... I, take all, I took all the information. I went there. It is one hour, 30 minutes from my house here. It's Perryville, very, very, very far. I don't know. I have never heard about the, the city, but that day I discovered it. I said, how did you hear about this? Oh, from the internet. Ah, I said, oh, that's good. Can you imagine? I cannot get a caregiver from there because they are only... Just you find a house here, another house there, another house there. They are just uh, the old, old family there. So you cannot get a caregiver there. You have to find someone in Colpeper, which is close by. I said, God, they found us on, on the line. You find a caregiver. 
because there is no way I can do anything. Find a caregiver for me. And do you know what? That, that, the mom of the, of the patient find a caregiver for me. Can you believe it? I praise God. All the while, just walking in faith, believing God. It's amazing how if we, if we just have a God consciousness about us, what God to do as we're just trying to get our computer fixed, that all of a sudden that can turn into a moment where God can save somebody. That's amazing. That's amazing. Anybody else have another testimony you want to share? Come on, Sister Shannon. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm just overwhelmed right now with um, with emotions. Um, I went into this week open, open-minded, with an open heart and spirit, not really knowing exactly what direction to um, gear my prayers and my requests to God. So, you know, I more so just did more meditating and just, you know, waiting to see exactly, you know, what he wanted me to do, you know, who he wanted me to touch. Um, in essence, um, I've been doing a lot of taking care of everybody else and everything else and been doing very little for me. So every time I would come to a quiet place, everything came back voided and it was just saying, what about you? And for me, I'm the type of person where, you know, it's kind of like, well, isn't it just a little selfish? Everything's me, me, me. Like a lot of my prayers actually don't include me because in my mind, I'm always saying, you know, God has me. So I'm always putting everyone else first. But every time I would close my eyes and come to a quiet place, God kept saying, Shannon, I need you to take care of you. Your family cannot do without you. You have to take care of yourself. So all this week, when I come home from work, I go straight to taking this bath. My husband actually kind of laughs at me because I called it my cleansing. Because <laughs> I geared myself knowing that we were going to be doing the fast. And I went out of my way and anointed, used anointing oil. <laughs> this, <laughs> this is why I didn't want to record it. I put holy water, I mean holy oil. I actually anointed everything that I used to place on my body from my head to my toes, from my lotion to my hair products, to anything that I could. I actually anointed everything because I knew that from the moment that the bellies came to my home to bless my home, I actually felt that. I can cover myself and I can cover my family every day, all day long. But with me and where I am in my walk, as I step out of my home and get into my car, the enemy literally starts attacking. 
it's to a point where I can see him, I can smell him, I can feel him. And I know that, and I have come to an acceptance that I intimidate him, that he's afraid of me. And again, this all comes with this week. The harder I prayed, the, the worse I started feeling this week. The harder I became to a place where I wanted to think about my husband and all of the accomplishments, how far he's come, the enemy attacked. When I would think about family and friends, the enemy would attack. Because at this point, I am kind of in a place of, I could go left or I could go right. Because I am now in a place with my husband, I don't have to worry about him. I'm at a place with my kids, I don't have to worry about them. I'm only concerned about me, which is something that's new to me. And now I have to actually gear myself and try to figure out another structure as to how I can protect myself. And that's where the enemy knows where my weakness is because, oh, <laughs> you think you had everybody else covered and he thinks that he can come after me. So I don't mean to ramble on about this. Once I've known from the moment in that, you know, I was being attacked, I just basically found my quiet, and then I started paying attention to my husband. God has done such a marvelous work with my husband. Just with his testimony alone, you already know where he is, from the way he walks now to the way he talks, just by the way he looks. Like, every essence of him, you can tell that's all God right there. And... <laughs> There's no understatement with that. My husband has been able to pick up where I was. He's everything that I was to him. He's, what, he's that to me now. He, every morning from between 6 and 9 o'clock in the morning, my husband's sending me these text messages, lifting me up. And they're always on time because it's a moment where mentally or physically, I literally am falling and I'm trembling. Like, I just want to sometimes fall or just, you know, just curl up and just cry. And then I'll get this text message from this guy. And sometimes I look, I'm like, my husband said this to me. <laughs> So that's the, my testimony for me was just that I realized that I have to take time out and ask God for coverage, for protection, for deliverance, where I have been overlooking me. And it took for my husband to be in this place, for his come up to actually allow me to recognize that God has answered my prayers. <laughs> if I could throw out a scroll to show the many blessings that he's answered. I, it'll probably cover the floor. <laughs> and then with my children, I, my son Christopher, he doesn't even know it, but when Pastor prayed for my, for my children and the Bailey's children and those who weren't here yesterday, I saw something so wonderful up here. My son actually didn't realize it, but with just the little bit that you said when you came up here in your prayer, that spoke volumes. You don't know it, but there's a path for you, son. And I just want you to just continue to just stay confident and be motivated and know that everything that you're having problems with here in your mind and up in your spirit you're not by yourself and that there are other kids that are going through the same things you're going through your mama went through it and God's going to be able to deliver that and answer those things for you but it was because he prayed that that let me know that God can he hears my son and he heard my prayers <laughs> 
I'm not going to hold up this microphone because I can go on and on and on. But I just have one more thing. With the kids, I was a very troubled child coming up because I came from a broken home, but it was over it was compensated with much family where I came up in a house between 12 and 15 people. And my family were in the church, so I was raised in the church and I always sang in the choir. And um, I knew God early on and about maybe eight, nine years old, I was always on I was between people who were 10 years older than me or 16 years younger than me. So I was the baby. And I would try to find a way to, you know, figure out what does God have for me? What is his calling? And um, it became a point where my aunt, she decided that she wanted to help me play piano. And as I played piano, you know, I just always wondered, you know, can you sing while you do this? I never got to that point, <laughs> but I would listen to my aunt as she played and as she sang, and then she decided that she wanted to teach me songs. So it was with songs that I learned how to pray to God, how to ask God to deliver me and to help me and to guide me and show me. And just for the kids, because you guys probably don't know where I'm going with this, is I didn't know how to pray as a child or didn't know exactly how to um, deliver what it was I wanted God to do. When I saw Jeremiah and Destiny up here, like they knew where they, they know where they are. They know who they are. And I did not know who I was coming up. So it was like three songs to this day. I sing, to, sing them to myself. And with my children, they didn't know it. They probably don't realize it. But I sang these three songs to each of them individually when they were babies, when they would cry, because even then, the enemy was working, and I would know when he would mess with my babies, so I would always cover them in prayer. Hold on very quickly. I'm sorry. Okay, so the first song was Teach Me. The second song was um, Someone's Bigger. And then the, last, the other song was... Um, I don't remember what the name the song was, but it was um, when I got in a place where I was troubled, and it was I cannot sing. I'm just gonna harmonize it, and I'm not Sister Tar. <laughs> but it, this, the words are, for in the time of trouble, he shall hide me in his pavilion, in the secret of his tabernacle shall he hide me. It, if you just listen to that, for when my mother and father forsake me, then the Lord will take me up when I need some help. I can't find nobody else. Then the Lord will take me up. That actually took me in a place at a very young age. And I literally hear that each and every day. When I can't, if I don't know the words, word by word, or what it is I need to call on God for, what I need to ask of him, that song just pops up. It might not mean anything today. <laughs> it might not mean anything tomorrow. But that song actually is what helped me. And the other song, Teach Me, it was, Teach me, oh Lord, teach me how to pray. Teach me. Oh, Lord, teach me not to stray. 
Oh, Lord, teach me to be like thee. I know I kind of sound crazy up here, but <laughs> it's the little things. And that's what came to my mind last night. So I just want to let you know that throughout this week, I just saw something in each and every one of us. Not everyone was able to show up this this week, but so much came out of this week for me that I have been changed from the inside out, outside of my own personal circumstances. I just want to read this verse, Shan. This, this verse came in my spirit, and I just, and I, I just sense the Lord wants you to hear this. Uh, this is Isaiah 41. I'm just going to read it to you as he dropped it in my spirit. And this is Isaiah 41.10. He says, don't be afraid, for I am with you. Don't be discouraged, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will hold you up with my victorious right hand. And jump down to verse 12. He says, you will look in vain for those who try to conquer you. Those who attack you will come to nothing. For I hold you by my right hand, I the Lord your God. And I say to you, don't be afraid. I am here to help you. I just felt like the Lord wanted you to have that. That was for you. Amen. Give God another praise for that wonderful testimony. Anybody else? Come on, man. Come on. Look at this. Christopher Preston. And he's checking the mic. Woo! <laughs> Okay, um, uh, I think it was like, um, two years ago that, um, remember when I had to call your, um, your bed, ma, because I was getting attacked? So, um, this one night, I bet I sound very childish, but, um, like two years ago, I was sleeping one night, um, having, like, good dreams and stuff, woke up in the middle of the night for no reason, uh, like, like, woke up around, like, the morning, I remember it was like somewhere on on a Tuesday, and um, when I woke up that night, I was like feeling like pretty weird. Like my body was very numb. Like I like I was like, oh nah, I think I was just sleeping in weird positions. But then when I tried to go to sleep, it was like I couldn't go to sleep. Something was bugging me, and I didn't know what it was. Then like randomly, like sometimes I wouldn't be able to um to like um control or feel. Some of my body parts. One time, like, actually managed to almost fall asleep. Then I felt my arm lifting up in the air by itself. And that's when, like, I started getting freaked out. So then, like, I started praying for God, um, asking him to help me. But, like, in the middle of me praying for God, like, it was getting worse. Then, like, when it started getting worse, I immediately lost faith. And it got so worse to the point, like, I had to um, run to my mom to get some um, help. I went to her room. And we prayed, and for like for the rest of the life, night, everything was well. Everything went fine. And ever since then. Let's just stretch a hand toward Christopher in Jesus' name. Father, in the name of Jesus, Father, we thank you for the purposes, the plans, the dreams, and the hopes that you've put in this young man. 
Satan, you have no authority over him. You cannot intimidate him. You cannot have them. We cast you down. We cast you back never to bother him ever again. You are a liar and the father of lies, and you have been exposed tonight. And we cover our brother in prayer through and by the power of the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We cast you down. You have no authority over him. He is the son of the living God, and he will accomplish great things for the kingdom of God. And your days will be many, says the Lord. Lord, we thank you, Father, for your hand on this young man's life and for the plans that you have for him. In Jesus' name, amen. And and I just sense sense evangelism. I just sense that. God's going to use you to share your faith. You're going to bring many sons and daughters into the kingdom of God. That's what I believe God is raising up in you. Amazing, isn't it? You ain't seen nothing yet, young man. Bless you, Anybody else? Okay. Um, while, um, while I was like tasting my, I'm outside taking my SOLs. Like every time when I finish, like every time when I finish, like the teacher said, you to go to sleep or just read a book. But I always choose go to sleep. But every time I go to sleep, I come to the same dream all every time, and it just I keep on going over and over again. But every time when I wake up, it's like somebody like attacked me and actually hurt. It like happened like two or three times. Amen. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, Father, we rebuke this. We rebuke the enemy. We rebuke Satan. We re- rebuke every foul spirit. Every perverse spirit, every demonic spirit, every 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 spirit of the enemy, of the, every demonic spirit in the name of Jesus, we cancel you, we rebuke you, we reject you by the name of Jesus Christ. You have no authority over this young girl. We plead the blood of Jesus. We touch and agree. We touch and agree tonight that she is the daughter of Abraham in Jesus' name. No power is greater. No power is greater than the God of the heavens and the earth. His name is Jehovah God. His name is Jesus. We break and we cast down every foul demonic spirit everything that is not like Jesus Christ we cast it down and we cast it out and we declare over her tonight that she will have visions and dreams of hope and purity of righteousness of fruitfulness and destiny and purpose Lord will spring out of her in Jesus name that she will dream new dreams in Jesus name dreams of hope Father God in the name of Jesus Lord she will be a vehicle Lord by which you would use for your glory and Jesus name we thank you father for the plans that you have for her plans to prosper her and to give her a future and a hope Lord we thank you we praise you Lord in Jesus name amen 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 anybody else yes. <laughs> anybody else well listen thank you everybody. I thank you all for coming out this week and continue to stand on the word of God Keep believing, keep, uh, keep confessing what you believe. Uh, the best is yet to come. Amen.